بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات الوهم وأكرمني من نور الفهم اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزائن علومك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين. We've been studying the significance of honor and dignity and we said the people who are honorable have certain characteristics and this helps us also to understand better why this is a central value. As Ayatollah Mutahari said, this is the core, the center of Islamic ethics. We talked about loyalty and keeping their promises. We talked about forgiving and we said it's actually not waiting for people to come and ask for forgiveness. The people who are honorable, the people who are karim, they have mubadara, means they take you know, the initiative and forgive. And we said even they forget the wrong which has been done to them. And those who are really karim, even they don't notice <coughs> when people wrong them. Okay, you remember? So, these are two characteristics. Now we continue. Another characteristic of those who are honorable is that they don't tell lies. To tell lies is a sign of meanness, a sign of being <coughs> not in a high position. You have seen, uh, sometimes there are people who are not religious, but because they have good character and they are brought up you know, nicely, they don't tell lies. It is against our fetra to tell lies. You see that children, when they start speaking, they are very truthful. Unfortunately, later they learn to lie. Yeah? When they see people around them, for example, tell lies, or if they see that, for example, with telling a lie, they can, you know, for example, avoid blame of parents or, I don't know, punishment, whatever. Later, they may learn to tell lies. Otherwise, initially, they tell the truth. Okay? So, for example, if someone, you know, asks for the father or mother, and father says, you know, tell them I am not here. So, the child says, my father says, tell you that he's not here. <laughs> they are very truthful, very honest. But, unfortunately, later, they may learn. So those who are karim, those who are honorable, they don't tell lies. They understand the ugliness of telling a lie. And if someone tells lies, then 
he should be warned. He should realize that there is a problem here. It's not just that you are telling lie, which is a major scene. There is a sign of you being in a very bad situation that you can tell lie. You know, there are, whenever you commit a scene, you can look at it at two different levels. Okay? One level is, I have committed a sin. But you can look at it from a higher level and say, why I am making a sin? Okay? So, so if someone has done kizb or ghayba, okay? So definitely he feels, should feel sorry that he has committed a sin, but he should feel more sorry why I commit sin without feeling in myself that I should not have done this? Or why there is attraction in me towards sin? Okay? If a person, for example, with very dirty hands eats food. Imagine a person, his hands are very dirty and he eats food. He should be sorry for two things. One is that why he is eating his food with dirty hand, he may be poisoned. But he should feel more sorry why I am such a person that with such dirty hands I can eat. You understand? This side of sins is even more alarming and more worrying. So from today, if God forbids, if anyone tells a lie, should be much more worried because this shows that we don't have honor. We don't have honorable character that we can tell lie. That is on top of committing a great sin. Amirul Mu'mineen alayhi salam said, الكذب والخيانة ليس من أخلاق الكرام. To tell lie and to betray are not some of the characteristics of honorable people. Those who are honorable, they don't tell lies and they don't betray. They are trustworthy, they are honest. If there is a Karim person, you can be sure that he would not betray you with respect to money, reputation, family, anything which is important for you, which is valuable for you. Karim is not going to touch it, he's not going to harm you and telling lies. In another hadith, which is from Imam Hussein alayhi salam, he says, As-sidqo izzun, wal-kithbo ajzun. Truthfulness is izz, is honor. And lie, or lying, telling lie, is ajz, means incompetence. Yeah, a sign of 
not being competent, not being powerful. Those of you who are clever, now they are seeing the connection between what? Between truthfulness and honor. Okay? Do you see the connection? Inshallah, we come back to this. As truthfulness, Ezzon, Wal Kezbo, Ajzon. In another hadith, we have Al Kazebo. Uh, I am not sure uh, from which imam is this hadith. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I don't have the name of imam here with me, but you can search for it. al kadhibu ala shafa mahwatin wa mahanatin. The one who is lying is on the edge of collapsing and humiliation you know when you are on the edge of a cliff any moment you can collapse a liar is always worried and has to be worried because anytime your lie can be known people realize you have told them lie Okay? This is in the eyes of people. And in the eyes of Allah, you have already collapsed. Okay? Wamahana, you lose your honor. If people know that you have told lies, you will lose your honor. So, the one who is honorable would not tell lies and endanger his honor and dignity and respect. About betraying, we said an honorable person doesn't betray also. We have also this hadith. Ma zana ghayurun qattu. Ghayur means the one who has ghayra, dignity, and also has, uh, once I told you, it's very difficult to translate English ghayra. Uh, so we can say kind of protective jealousy. Ghayra. Okay? You know ghayra? I'm sure you all have ghayra. So protective jealousy. The one who has honor and has ghayra would never commit adultery or fornication. Because you are feeling very good about yourself, you feel you are very pure, very clean, very honorable, so you don't go near things that are sign of corruption, mischief, okay? A person who is very respectful and careful and has ghayra about his mother, sister, wife, daughters, would not do this with the wife or sister or daughter of someone else. Okay? 
a Karim is the one that you can be 100% sure that would not do anything wrong. The fifth. One of the characteristics of people who are Karim, who are honorable, is they have good akhlaq, good naturedness. Amir al-Mu'minin said, Thalathatun tadullu ala karam al-mar'ah. There are three things that show honor of a person, that he's honorable. Three things. Of course, when we say three things, it doesn't mean there are not four or five. These three are there. It can be more. Husnul khulq. Karim is very easy to deal. If you want to borrow from Karim, it's very easy. If you want, for example, to take your money back from a Karim is very easy. But someone who is not Karim, either he doesn't give you money or he humiliates you when he gives you money. He tells everyone that I have given him money. And if for one minute you delay, he would come after you and you know, brings to your attention. And also if he borrows from you money, if he's not Karim, he tortures you when he wants to give the money back. You have to first wait and wait and wait. And then after some time you say, you know, how can I wait? Then, you know, you send message. He doesn't pay attention. So we have in Hadith, Al-Mu'minu Sahlul Qawai wal It's beautiful Hadith. Al-Mu'minu Sahlul Qawai wal Qaf and Zad. It means that when mu'min is going to give you back, it's very easy. And when he is going to lend you, it's also very easy. Okay? For example, if you want to buy something from a mu'min, or if you want to borrow something from a mu'min, it's very easy. You have peace of mind that this mu'min is considering my side more than he considers his side. But if someone is not mu'min and is not honorable, you have to be very careful. And sometimes also you don't feel right to use the same language and the same approach. So you have just to be silent. Because you cannot treat people always the way that they treat you. Yeah? So an honorable person is very good-natured. Husnul khulq. An honorable person can suppress his anger or her anger. You never hear bad words from an honorable person. Unfortunately, some people use bad words. Even, unfortunately, sometimes in English, some of the words which are very, very bad, people use it like anything, you know, for even, you know, just, just like a kind of, I don't know, expression, they use it. A person is honorable, doesn't use bad words. 
whether it is for serious cases or for joking or humorous reasons, you should not use bad words. Some people, uh, for example, you know, when they drive and another driver, you know, for example, you know, comes in front of them, you know, they use bad words. And sometimes they wait till that car goes away, then they say bad words. <laughs> because they are worried if that person hears, he may come and attack. So when they go, <laughs> they say bad words. But not knowing that you are hearing these bad words yourself, and you are saying these bad words by your tongue. You shouldn't. The tongue that can be used to recite Quran shouldn't be used for <coughs> saying bad words. So, Karim is in control of his anger. tarf. Karim lowers his or her gaze. Doesn't look at the eyes of people. You know, sometimes uh, it's better a matter of respect that you don't, you know, gaze at the eyes of people, especially, of course, between mahram and non-mahram, but even, for example, two men, two women. Sometimes it's better not to look directly in the eyes of people because they feel embarrassed, <coughs> okay? Especially now that Muharram is approaching, when someone is reciting Musibah, don't look at his eyes because then he would not have, you know, concentration. You should you know, lower your head or, you know, cover your eyes and go to the, you know, tabaki at least. If you cannot cry, at least do tabaki. But some people who <coughs> don't know, they just look at the eyes of the person. And it's not good. So, Husnul Khulq is one of the characters. There are many hadiths, just we mentioned few because there are many things that we have to say. One of the Beautiful aspects of Husn Khulq, which is also related to what we said about forgiving, is this hadith. This hadith is very important, especially if someone has been in a situation that he has to experience this. It's related to forgiving, but it's also related to what I said that. Uh, you know, not to feeling bad. Amirul Mu'minin alayhi salam said this. Al-Karimu yatagafal. Karim is the one who sometimes ignores. Tagaful. What does it mean, tagaful? It's different from ghafla. Ghafla means you are heedless. Tagafur is you pretend that you didn't notice. Like tabaki means you pretend that you are crying. It's different from buka, tabaki. Tagaful means you pretend that you are ghafil. So sometimes you have to pretend that you didn't notice. Okay? Al karimu yatagafal. It's very beautiful. I wish everyone knew Arabic. 
Yanchader. It means that he lets the other side, the other party, to deceive him. Do you get the point? Sometimes Karim lets people cheat and deceive him. What does it mean? It means that he knows what their intention is. Okay? But he doesn't bring to their attention. For example, sometimes you know what this person is trying to do. Okay? For example, imagine if in my office I have a person and I know that he is doing lots of bad things against me. He goes and he speaks about me, you know, he is, you know, tries to, for example, damage me. I know that. But I don't bring to his attention. Even he comes and makes suggestions, and I know these suggestions are not good, sometimes I accept. Why? Because I have a hope that he may change. If I want to correct him and to be harsh with him, maybe I lose him totally. Okay? So, Karim is not a person who is not clever. He's not a person that you can fool him easily. He understands very well, but he pretends that he didn't understand. Okay? This is very good quality that a mu'min should have, especially those who have position of leadership or teachers, educators, parents. You have to have this quality of letting people think they are cleverer than you. Letting people think that they can deceive you. Okay? If you react quickly or if you bring to their attention or if you want to, for example, as soon as you hear something like this, you want to fire them, <coughs> you know, dismiss them from their job, then this is not good. And after some time, you see you are left alone because someone does something bad in this way, sometimes another person does bad in another way, you have to be very careful. One of the things that we have in our hadith about leadership is that you have to have great heart. One of the things that you need for riyasa, for leadership, is to have great heart. Because if for any little thing you get angry with people and try to discipline them and correct them and punish them, then you will be left alone. And those people also will not be changed, will not be educated. Inshallah, with patience, with akhlaq, they gradually understand. Okay? Another quality of those who are karim is that they have inclination internal desire towards good actions. 
for a Karim, you don't need to talk to him one hour, two hours to encourage him to do Ihsan. Say, you know, there are people who are in need, for example, they are poor, you know, and you have to explain you know, one hour, two hours so that he gives you one pound. Karim, without you speaking too much, gives you whatever he has. Even Karim, if he doesn't have money, he borrows money and gives. Okay? There is desire in Karim to do good things and desire to refrain from doing bad things. This internal desire is in Karim. For example, we have this beautiful hadith, Man karumat alayhi nafsuh hanat alayhi shahawatuh Man karumat alayhi nafsuh hanat alayhi shahawatuh The one who has regard for himself or herself who has honor for himself or herself, shahawat means lower desires, appetites, would become easy to avoid. For such person, it's easy. Hanat becomes very little. Okay? If you go to, for example, even I mentioned about halal. For example, you go to a I don't know, ceremony, or you are invited as guest. Sometimes you see there are very delicious, you know, different types of food. And you want to eat as much as you can. Try everything. Okay? But it's not good for your health, but also it's not good in front of people. Okay? You wish, you know, electricity goes off. So, <laughs> so that... Okay. So you suffer. What can I do with you know, this opportunity which is going to be missed? But a person who is honorable takes a little food, even maybe less than you know, what other people in home eat, he or she eats, without feeling any pain. Why? Because for him or her, Respect for himself or herself is much more important. Okay? But if you don't have that respect, you suffer and maybe in the end you cannot control yourself and you eat a lot. Okay? So this is about halal. The same is about haram. For an honorable person to refrain from haram. For example, people suggest to bribe you. If you are kareem, you would not accept. Even you don't feel pain. Those who are not Karim, either they accept, or even if they don't accept, they feel, I have missed a great opportunity. Okay? But Karim doesn't think about it. A Karim even doesn't need to say, let me think about it and give you my answer tomorrow. If someone suggests you bribery, don't say, you know, I tell you tomorrow. <laughs> right away say no. If you say, I need to think about it, it shows that there is a problem. The one for himself, his 
self is valuable, he has regard for himself, he has respect for himself, shahawat, the appetite, lower desire, would be very little and insignificant for him. Amir al-Mu'minin salam said, Akram nafsaka an daniya. Honor yourself, respect yourself by avoiding from any ugly action. You should have too much of respect for yourself that would not let you to do bad things. Even if that daniya, that low action, would lead towards something that you like, you enjoy. Your respect for yourself must not let you go for that daniya, for that ugly action. Why? We are not talking now about haram. We are not talking about sin. That's another issue. Even you don't need to reach the point of haram. Karim, even if he has no iman, would not do bad things. Yeah? Or for example, if he has been guaranteed that you will be forgiven, would not do bad things. Why? فَإِنَّكَ لَن تَعْتَاضَ بِمَا تَبْضُلُ مِن نَفْسِكَ عِبَضَ Amir al-Mu'manin says, because you are not going to be compensated for what you are losing from yourself. What you give from yourself will not be replaced. When you lose your honor, can this honor be replaced? You say, today I lost my honor, I go to market and buy honor and replace it and repair it. Honor cannot be repaired. It's very important to remember not to take any risk about honor because this cannot be replaced. Amir al-Mu'min in another hadith said, إِنَّ مَكْرُمَةً صَنَعَتَهَا إِلَىٰ أَحَدٍ مِنَ النَّاسِ When you do something good to any person, when you show generous, honorable action to another person, إِنَّمَا أَكْرَمْتَ بِهَا نَفْسَكَ You have indeed honored yourself. And you have beautified yourself and decorated your own reputation. So who is the main beneficiary? If I help another person, I am the first beneficiary. And if I wrong another person, I am the first loser. So if this is the case... That when you do something good to other people, you have improved your situation. So don't ask people to thank you for what you have done to yourself. I have honored myself when I helped you. 
You don't need to thank me. Okay? I have shown my respect for myself. How as a human being I can see suffering of another human being and do nothing. It's disgraceful for me. It's humiliating me if I don't do anything when other human beings are suffering. So if I have done something to you, I have to be thankful to Allah that has given me this opportunity to do something for myself and in the second place for another person. Indeed, first I have done for myself. So Amir al-Mu'minin says, لا تطلب فلا تطلب من غيرك شكر ما صنعت إلى نفسك. Don't ask from other people to thank you for what you have done for yourself. Of course, the other people have the responsibility of thanking. But you shouldn't expect. Okay? We should not expect people to thank us. But people should thank. These two should not be mixed up. Unfortunately, in a bad society, when you do good to people, they don't thank you. And those who do good also expect to be thanked. In a good society, in good relation, those who do good, they don't expect anything. And those who receive good, they thank you so much that you feel embarrassed. This is how much you have to thank people. You have to thank them that much that they feel embarrassed. Not just, you know, thank you. Sometimes, you know, you struggle a lot to do something for someone. He said, thank you. Okay. For me, I don't need you telling me thank you. But this is not a sign of Karim that, you know, just says, you know, a little, you know. A Karim, when you do good, he never forgets. When you do bad, he forgets. Okay. Uh, we stop here because of the time of Salah, so our lecture today is short, but inshallah we will have the blessing of Salat.